until I get my laptop back. Hey everybody, welcome to the Brown Petri Dish. I'm John Brown, here with Brandon Petri as always. Pleasure, guys. And today we have a guest, uh, Josh Sprague. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, boys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, hopefully we can get some uh, Fairport Harbor listeners coming in. Yeah, all three of them. (laughs) (laughs) The population is like 3,000. I know three of them, so I'm not a very popular guy. Man, all of them show up at a show one time. Every last one of them. Yeah. A lot of blowies. Yeah, that uh, that the uh, we did a show out there one time. That was probably one of my favorite shows I've ever done. It was same. Was yeah, amazing. no, it was it was great to have you guys there and the 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 whole group of comics that we had friggin' killed it. Really. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. Uh, you been have you been doing any comedy since all this shit happened? No, I I've done I've gone to the Willoughby uh, the Garage Bar last uh, two Tuesdays ago. I went to watch. And it was yeah. good, a good turnout. And, you know, just to feel it out, I'm not afraid of COVID-19, but, you know, you got to socially distance. I have two kids, so you got to be right. safe. And they did a great job. They they had uh, mic condoms and their W. Scott Wayne was uh, wiping down that mic and everybody was pretty, pretty socially distanced. So I'm going to be going there this Tuesday. It'll be my first time uh, back on stage. Yeah, we got to have W. Scott on sometime. He, uh, I'm sure he does a good job of wiping down the, the shaft and the... Yeah, he definitely knew what he was doing. <laughs> are Mike condoms like the Band-Aid term where it's like a name brand? Or are we, has everyone just resorted to calling them Mike condoms because that's what they look like? Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> I call them that oh, yeah. because uh, I, I was watching, when this shit first started, I was watching uh, This Week of the Comedy Cellar, and I think uh, Sam Morrell had one, and that's what he called it. So that's what, just what I started calling it. I, and I prefer mine made of sheepskin, so <laughs> yeah, that's that, for sure on that one. They look like hairnets for dolls, I think. <laughs> I mean, some of them, when you when you look at the packaging, it does actually look like the condom. It's like a circle, and I mean, you got to unroll it over the top <laughs> of the microphone. There's no way of getting around it. Yeah, and, and every like, time it gets a little, it does get, it does help though because it does get a little laugh too. Every time people are tearing it open with their mouth and that that seemed to be the only way to do it because I think 90% (laughs) of the comedians ripped it open with their mouth. Yeah. I also find it's really hard to clean the microphone off in between comics without just having to point it out. I mean, you're up there for a little bit longer focused on just wiping that microphone down and people are always going to stare at you while you gently stroke a shaft and try, try to talk to an audience. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, my first joke I've been doing recently is about mask. So I think that, I think that like me coming up and wiping down the mic and then putting the mic condom over it kind of gets like a laugh and then I go straight into a COVID joke. So it's kind of, it kind of works for that. Uh, I think, I think on Tuesday, I'm just going to pick an audience member to come up and put the condom on for me. I think that'd be a good start. Find someone cute in the audience. So, John, if you're going to be there, I'd prefer it to be you. Really. Yeah, are you, Are you, uh, Brandon, are you going to Tuesday Garage Bar? I'll probably be there, yeah. Okay, cool. So you can uh, catch all three of us at uh, <laughs> Garage Bar on Tuesday. Oh, good. You're going to be there, too. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm feeling better, so I don't see why not. And I'm off that day. Well, Hopefully, I'm I'm taking a vacation day because I have to go to a follow up appointment with the doctor. For those that don't know, I was pretty ill the past <laughs> week or so, um, but we got through it. It's <laughs> still have an ear, still can only hear out of one ear, but it's uh, so. What you're telling us is there's going to be a butter shortage next week. Yeah, so no, that'll never that. that'll never happen, dude. They have, 
They'd bring in fucking robots to uh, get that taken care of. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, I met Josh at Funny Stop, I believe, right? Doing. Yeah, we. Uh, it was actually a toast for the East Side Comedy. Oh, that's right. That's that was right. the first time, yeah. Okay, yeah. Way out there. That was a long drive for me. <laughs> was... Yeah, well, it's like a five-minute drive for me. So I was there every other week to the yeah. point where Jerry Joffe's like, listen, um, we need other people to come up. So if you want to take next week off, I'd appreciate it. You know, he's uh, like, if you want to take next week off, but still bring the audience, that would be, that would be yeah. Great. He's like, hey, come on in, but you're getting no five minutes. Yeah, because when I went, when I went, like half the audience was there to see Josh, so it was. Well, yeah, well, and that's how it is because when I go to open mics, you know where they normally are, Highland Square, uh, Cuyahoga Falls, it's just me riding solo yeah. because people will only drive five to ten minutes to see me do five minutes. If it's anything over that, they're like, ah, you, you'll be fine. Have fun. You know? <laughs> right. It's like, not worth it. Yeah, so, I mean, I know. never once, I never once had a friend, uh, friend, family member, anything come out to Berea to see me. Not not once. And I did that I show have... every Tuesday for, like, three or four months. I mean. I have the opposite problem. I feel like all of my friends will go out to Cuyahoga Falls to watch me do five minutes. They want to see me at the funny stop. But when I'm doing like 10 or 15 at Grindstone, they don't show up to that. And I, I can't figure yeah. that out. That's like a 40-minute drive y'all are willing to make to see me do five minutes. Yeah, Where maybe. Do you live, I live in North Royalton. Okay. Yeah, maybe because it's a comedy club, they just like want to have the experience of going to a comedy club or something. I guess. And then they're like, how many comics are there? I'm like, 27. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. shit. No. When are you up? Last. Uh, <laughs> well, well, it's 27 times 5. I'm not good at math. It's a lot. You know, though. I know yeah. That's... yeah, the first uh, couple times I went back to Funny Stop when they reopened, it was it was all right. And then the one time I went a couple weeks ago, it was like it was like that there's 20 comics and and you know, Pete Pete likes to put the people that he that he knows up towards the end, so he puts me second to last and <laughs> And by the time I went up, there was nobody, <laughs> there was no audience <laughs> left. And it was just, it was awful, man. Uh, but so it's like a flashback of those early Tuesday grindstone shows. Yeah, oh, we yeah. had, we had yeah. one, uh, we had one a couple weeks ago, amateur night at funny stop. Uh, there was literally like four people that weren't comics that were there. So it was like a grindstone show for sure. Yeah, but, <laughs> And those, I mean, those are rough because yeah. you go up there, you do the same thing that you've done before. Well, for me, it's, it's always different because I just don't know what the heck I'm doing, but you know, you try to do the same thing and you're like, I got to laugh at this one time. And then you get like a chuckle from the the comedians that are over there. It's like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'll see you guys later. Yeah. Oh, and I'm bad. I don't think anybody, I don't think any comedians really like the value having me in the audience because I've gotten in the habit. I fake laugh because I feel bad sometimes. Cause <laughs> I mean, because it's just, when you hear so many comedians and so so many jokes all the time, it has to be something super original and super funny to get me to laugh, like a real laugh out of me. Well, that was the first time I heard Brandon in that dark, dark shit that he does. <laughs> other people are afraid to laugh or they've heard it before, but I was like in the back drinking my Bud Light, like dying. I'm like, this motherfucker. I do, I'm do. i glad I'm not a female right now. That's, yeah. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's certain jokes of uh, of friends and shit that I have that that I still like genuinely laugh every time because they're just really funny jokes, even though you know it's coming. Uh, but most people, most most of the comics that are on Amateur Night and stuff aren't like that. Most of them going maybe once a week, maybe once a month to Funny Stop, and it's and you can't get better like that, you know. No, rough one at the matinee on Tuesday, actually, with uh, there had to have been like 13 comics there. And they I mean, we've all seen each other's sets so many times. There was one person in that audience that wasn't a comic. And I was uh, Jordan Yule's girlfriend. She was there. She laughed the entire show. She laughed at everybody. But man, those comics were just unforgiving. Everyone made it quite apparent that we had all seen each other's sets way too many times. Yeah seen people you see people over and over again and it's just and when you see somebody new it's nice but most of those local local mics at a bar or something they're usually the same people that you've seen and that's that's what i've done uh and i'm one of those people that can only make it out like once twice a week when i was doing it and they were new to me but i was new to them and i'm like i'm still working on everything the craft uh, my timing my, my voice i have no voice so just to get up there, I'm talking about being a dad, and then I'm talking about incest, not in that order, and I don't touch my kids, but it's like, <laughs> I'm all over the place. So they're like, what is this guy getting at? You know, yeah. it's like, it's, yeah, I gotta, I gotta work that out. Yeah. Um, and just to reiterate, I, uh, I do not touch my children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what somebody only, who touches their children would say. Yeah. Only, only <laughs> other people's, <laughs> only other people's children. Um. Oh, of yeah. course. <laughs> no, but uh, that's how like one night at one night at uh, Water Street in Kent, which is a place that is basically all comedians every every time. Um, I had one night when I was going back through all of my show tapes where I had like three jokes that like killed. And and that's rare at at Water Street because it's all comedians. And it was funny because those that was the first time I was doing those three jokes and those are jokes that are still in my set that I do that I do now. It's like it's like you know when you get a good joke whenever you can make comedians that have seen you a thousand times <laughs> you know, laugh. Like that's right. you always wish you could just like sit that joke on a mantle or something like that. You know, you know when yeah. you get a foolproof one, it feels so good. Yeah. Hey John, how about you tell me those so I can write them down? I'm gonna try them here <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> I have no uh, mantle worthy jokes yet. I I've got always some... wanted to organize a night where we all get together and just do each other's sets and see like if you pick another local comic and try to do all their material for a night. I think that'd be hilarious. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. I called to Corville. Um, yeah. Well... <laughs> oh, I would do man. tanks, but. Uh... I might get my ass kicked in the parking lot for words that I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is yeah. true. I wanna, you might have to omit some words from from that one. Yeah, we'll get into uh, a little bit of a little bit of news here. Um, something doing something a little different this week. This first clip, I just had to do it this way. It's in three different parts, so listen to the first news clip and then uh, we'll go from there. All right, Steve Bannon has been arrested and what? indicted 
by the Manhattan U.S. Attorney, uh, federal prosecutors in Manhattan. For more on that, we'll get to our Eamon Jabbers. Hey, Eamon. Yeah, Carl, this news just coming out from the Southern District of New York saying that Steve Bannon and three other men uh, have been arrested and indicted uh, in charged in relation to their role uh, in a nonprofit organization called We Build the Wall. It's a crowdfunding organization that the SDNY says uh, has raised about $25 million uh, for wall-related funding. Uh, what the uh, indictment here is alleging is that Bannon and these others were skimming some of the proceeds from that fundraising for themselves, uh, even though they had suggested publicly that uh, this was a volunteer organization and they were not taking salaries. The indictment document here says that Bannon publicly stated, we are a volunteer organization. Those represent representations, the government says, were false. Uh, they also say that Steve Bannon through a nonprofit organization under his control, Nonprofit One, as it's referred to here in the document, received over $1 million from We Build the Wall, at least some of which, they say, Bannon used to cover hundreds of thousands of dollars in his own personal expenses. So, Carl, dramatic development here for a former high-ranking White House counselor. Uh, we'll see if the White House has uh, any statement on this uh, coming up this morning. Back over to you. I just think it's funny that, like, he doesn't even try to come up with a name for the nonprofit, it's just nonprofit one. <laughs> like he doesn't even try to hide it that it's a that it's a shell company. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like he was clicking too fast, going through the the media files and everything, and just forgot to name it. Yeah, that was yeah, that it was, was all pre-filled in. That's when he forgot to change default nonprofit. Yeah, we will not take this money in our own pockets. <laughs> yeah, and that was from a show on CNBC that I've never seen called Squawk on the Street. Um, I don't know. I don't really watch CNBC too much, but I love the guy in the background that was like, what? Yeah, I, I was looking around like, what, did somebody get robbed on the podcast live? Yeah, the people who donated to We Build the Wall got robbed. Yes, yes, yeah. they did. I mean, if you donated to that, you deserve to get robbed, honestly. Like, that's, yeah, a little that's bit. come on. You really think that the government is going to put up a wall that's funded on GoFundMe? I mean... Right. Like, <laughs> well, I only imagine that it was all Mexicans that donated, right? Because Mexico yeah. is paying for the wall, so it was all Mexicans. Right. right. Yeah. That's what we thought. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it had to be in pesos, or they wouldn't accept it. <laughs> I think a million. When a million pesos goes missing, it's a lot. It's a lot less inconvenient than when a million dollars goes missing. Yeah, so I would say like so. It's going to be a little noticeable. Yeah, I think I, I'm. I'm still adamant that Canada is going to start building a wall soon to keep us out that's it's gonna happen i thought it was funny we made all this progress on the wall right when a pandemic happens and no one wants to cross the border anyway (laughs) perfect timing guys uh so the next clip is uh trump's reaction to this well i feel very badly i haven't been dealing with him for a long period of time as most of the people in this room know uh he was involved in our campaign. He worked for Goldman Sachs. He worked worked for a lot of companies, but he was involved likewise in our campaign and uh, for a small part of the administration very early on. I haven't been dealing with him at all. Uh, I know nothing about the project other than I didn't like when I read about it. I didn't like it. I said, this is for government. This isn't for private people. And it sounded to me like showboating. And I think I let my opinion be very strongly stated at the time. I didn't like it. It was showboating and maybe looking for funds. But you'll have to see what happens. Uh, I think it's a a very sad thing for Mr. Bannon. I think it's uh, surprising. 
But this was something, as you know, just by reading social media and by reading whatever it is, and by speaking to Mike and Mike and all of them, I didn't like that project. I thought that was a project that was being done for showboating reasons. I don't know that he was in charge. I didn't know any of the other people either. But it's, uh, it's sad. It's very sad. Respectfully, sir, it's not just Stephen Bannon, it's Roger Stone, it's Michael Flynn, it's Rick Gates, Paul Manafort, Michael Cohen. What's it say about your judgment that these are the kind of people well, who are affiliated no idea. with and the culture of lawlessness yeah. Yeah. Uh, around people well, who are There was great lawlessness in the Obama administration. They spied on our campaign illegally. Uh, and if you look at all of the things and all of the scandals they had, they had tremendous lawlessness. But I know nothing about I was not involved in the project. I have no idea who was. But I can tell you, I didn't know the people, the three people that were talked about were uh, people that I did not. Real quick, just have to say, uh, no, no indictments, no arrest from the Obama administration. Versus uh, what, six now? Six. Of the Trump, <laughs> the Trump administration. <laughs> the Trump I mean, didn't he just tweet the other day that Obama Biden was like the most corrupt campaign? Yeah. I was thinking like, I, I can think of like three other ones even before that off the top of my head that weren't or that, well, were, that were more corrupt than that. They're part of the deep state, though, so they're in, they're, they're in control. We, yeah. Are you guys laughing? I didn't make a joke. See, they, they don't go over one. And it's real serious. And real quick, before we get further into this, uh, Trump at the end there, well, first, he said he didn't like it. He didn't know anything about it, and he didn't know anyone involved. So this was a year ago. Uh, I got this from the We Build the Wall YouTube page. All oh, right. my God. Okay. <laughs> We have two wonderful guests down here today. It's Mr. Donald Trump Jr. and his beautiful girlfriend, Kimberly. We're only worried about 2020 right now. We got to win because we want to keep the winning going, right? And thank you guys for being here. Brian, thank you so much for all your sacrifices doing this and showing really what capitalism's all about, right? This is private enterprise at its finest, doing it better, faster, cheaper than anything else. And what you guys are doing is pretty amazing. Uh, it started from a grassroots effort, uh, and it's just doing some wonderful things for an important issue. Uh, we need a border. We need to be able to protect ourselves, our citizens, from the drug trade. We can't have a system that encourages, essentially, mass migration, all the negatives that come with that right now. <laughs> so, so he didn't know anybody, but his son was at the Build the Wall Symposium. That's what that was from. Well, in fairness, uh, my dad has no idea I'm doing this right now. So, you know, maybe maybe he didn't realize it. Yeah. Both are just as corrupt. Both are every bit as corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard Donald Trump's Donald Trump Jr.'s voice just isolated by itself, but the guy does kind of sound like a Muppet. Like, I imagine, like, a Jim Henson puppet <laughs> just saying, like, you know, making the mouth move as the voice goes on. Ugh. I never knew his voice sounded so much like that. I guess I just never listened to the guy. I just see it's hilarious that every time Trump says something, like, I don't know anything about it. I didn't know anybody. Didn't do anything. It takes two seconds to find a clip of his son speaking at a symposium about yeah. it. Like the next day. And you're not an investigative journalist. You probably just went to YouTube and said, build a wall. Yeah. Foundation. Well, I was actually was like looking for, um, there was a video I saw on CNN this week of uh, one of the guys, I can't remember his name. It was the guy who was started the uh, uh, commission on voter fraud for Trump. Um but he, there's a video of him a year ago saying, I spoke to Mr. Trump, because he was involved in the Build the Wall thing. He's like, I spoke to Mr. Trump, and Mr. Trump gave me his blessing on this. 
And, it, and it's like, and and just the what? Steve Bannon shit. Like he was involved slightly in the campaign. Like no, he developed your campaign strategy. Like what are you talking yeah. about? Can I we love just his talk choice about- of words too. His cho- it was like it's a sad thing that happened. You know, like like it was some kind of car accident or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I mean, it's it probably wasn't sad for him for a little bit there when he was spending the money. I mean, it was probably pretty cool to him, but. Right. I don't think Dang. it was a sad thing that happened. Yeah. Can we just talk for a second choice. of like, I don't judge people by the way they look, you know, but Steve Bannon is like the sleaziest <laughs> sleaze ball. You think of for a millionaire, you'd be taking care of yourself. Like he just looks, yeah. he's wrecked all the yeah. time. I like, thought he it was like, a, like a... he looks filthy all the time. Greasy hair. Like he just like not very, somebody I would. Yeah. I wouldn't trust very shady nightclub owner looking is how I would. Yes. I, I wouldn't trust giving him money, but I would probably let him watch my children. You yeah. Know what I'm saying like, <laughs> I feel like he, he can get me into the White House, but it's probably going to be through some illegal methods or something like that. Like, I, I believe he's efficient, but morally ethical. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, I thought I it was. In, he's out. I thought and it was one I of the funniest. Him. I thought it was one of the funniest things SNL has done for years whenever they made Steve Bannon like a skeleton and and like it was that was hilarious. Uh he was like the Grim Reaper skeleton looking dude. But but yeah this shit this shit is crazy. Like first of all, if you donated to a GoFundMe for Build the Wall, you're an idiot. And I disagree. And <laughs> I will not. Like I mean, Josh second, just did like last month or something like that. He's like, "This is bullshit." I can't I'm just finding out about this right now. I'm texting my wife like, "Our money, the wall is not being built." Babe. Yeah, we put so much effort into it. Uh, turns out they're not. Fun. Turns out Steve Bannon's not not gonna be honest with our money, guys. I don't know. Would Would you guys be okay with the wall if if the way they did it was they legalized marijuana in order to fund it? Like, would that be the compromise trade off? Then we would be like, "All right, we'll we'll let that happen." I wouldn't be because I, it's still a waste. It's yeah, just it's, it's a total waste. I mean, yeah. The way I buy weed right now is so much cheaper, and I don't really yeah. care either way about the wall. <laughs> yeah. So no, I would not be. I would not yeah, be like for it. it. It doesn't really affect my uh, my bag at all. So I guess I'll, I'll live without it. Dude, my <laughs> thing is, man, we're we we are we are behind so many countries in education and shit. And I'm a prime example of that. Yeah, exactly. Look at Josh, Um, man. We're (laughs) obviously we are the prime example of that. (laughs) Yeah, but we got you know we're behind all these countries in education. He wants to spend all this money on a wall. People, a lot of people want to spend a lot of money on a wall, and even with the marijuana thing, like no, legalize marijuana and use that to to expand education, to expand public education, like or healthcare. Yeah, I mean we have so many other things. And not even that. Most of the illegal immigration that we have doesn't even come through the southern border. That's overstayed visas and things like that. Right. So to but me, again, if you're, if you're spending all of that money on like 20% of the problem. That's just stupid. Yeah. And then when the real problem is all these fucking Canadians coming in. Yeah. Fuck those Canadians. <laughs> Leave the whiskey. Geese. Get out. Yeah. Trying to trying to spread their poutine all over the place. Shit. I don't even know. <laughs> out here being polite and shit. Uh, no, I do like their maple syrup. Yeah. The maple yeah, syrup's man. good. They totally uh, just banned our podcast in Canada for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not on Facebook anymore. That's it that's was, p- and it was picking up speed too, wasn't it? Your Canadian followers. Glad we're on their yeah. radar. I tried to, I tried to boost our, I tried to boost our uh, podcast on Facebook, and it told me I had to go through an identity check because, uh, because it was politically, uh, political podcast. 
Oh well, you keep God. on getting yeah. banned, so yeah, I, I think it's just your that's probably it. Probably <laughs> is. It's probably yeah. just my involvement. Uh, it's so stupid. I, I I think it's funny how like how like Twitter Twitter will actually just like ban people for posting fake news, basically, and then Facebook Facebook like it seems like they only ban they only ban liberal stuff like like that the thing was it was obviously a joke that i i uh anthony mayo one of our buddies comedian posted that uh people should vote and i just posted yeah and don't forget that uh republicans vote on november 4th uh to promote social distancing <laughs> that's the one that got you in jail yeah and i got put in facebook jail for three days and it's on some stupid. i mean that's so petty that was obviously a joke I think they just need to have November fourth. I should go to the polls, is what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they just need to have humans doing this shit. They need to staff enough human beings to be able to sort through Facebook posts that are banned and and go through the review process because well, and I think Steve Bannon is looking for a job. Yeah, yeah. right. Steve Bannon. I think he'd be great at that. You know. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. You have to see his face. (laughs) I don't know if either if either of you guys have ever tried to appeal anything on Facebook or anything, but it is impossible to get a hold of a human with, with Facebook. Like it's just, you can't, they don't have, they don't have customer service numbers. They don't have anything. And it's like, I've made sp- school shooting jokes on Facebook and have never had to appeal anything I've said. <laughs> yeah. But you, you post one political joke and they're just I like, know. get out of here, John. You can't, we can't have that in here. Dude, they actually said, they actually said that uh, I was banned for election tampering. Oh my god! Wow! Yeah, but the president wants to get rid of the mail-in voting system, <laughs> yeah. and that's fine. I mean, all those posts are out there, but you're, yeah, no, you're the one that's suppressing voters. <laughs> yeah, suppressing well, John, voters. Maybe you should like... get a job with the USPS. Yeah, then you, really, then you can really finish it off the right way. Yeah, yeah, then they'll cut the funding in a heartbeat. Yep, all the all the uh, country areas get thrown in the trash. All the all the big city votes go straight. To- <laughs> straight to the election know. office. With the way John's immune system works, though, I don't know if, if touching a whole bunch of letters that a whole bunch of other people have touched is a good idea. I mean, the yeah, guy comes bad. back to comedy for like a month, and all of a sudden he's he's got like shingles and, and polio and all sorts <laughs> of other shit. Dude, I'm telling you, man, I've never. <laughs> I mean, I've I don't think I got I don't think I got anything from doing comedy this year. Uh, but last year, I think I absolutely. Um, got strep throat and pneumonia from doing comedy. I mean, it's just people don't people don't take people don't like it. I could see if it was a competition, but if it's if it's an open mic and you're not feeling well, stay home. Like, don't fucking come and get other people sick that you're sharing a mic with. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah. it's just it's all about stupid. that stage time, though. I uh, I once yeah. had COVID nineteen and I did. An open mic. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I've been saying I've been trying so hard to get it. I cannot get it. <laughs> yeah. Um I actually I actually know somebody, uh my uh my brother's my brother's father in law who had it bad. Um and uh he's doing better now, but he was on a ventilator for two weeks. Um he got the whole like new treatment that they're doing with the remdesivir and the and they're turning them over on their stomach and all that stuff. And he, uh, tell me more about that. He's there's he's two medications. On one, one starts with a D one starts with a, or one's remdesivir. Um, and then 
And then they're coupling that with, uh, I think it's like every so many hours, they flip them over on their stomach because it helps the circulation to your lungs. Hmm. Uh, but they do it while they're on a ventilator. So they have to actually, so they have to actually have like six, seven people, I think, to get them flipped over because they have to, yeah. you know, they have to like take care of all the cords and shit and make sure nothing goes wrong. Um, but yeah, he's now in ICU waiting to pass two consecutive COVID tests so that they can uh, send him to a rehab facility. So, that's, I mean, that's all you can ask for, too. Do you find something that will work? Yeah. Uh, my grandfather, actually, he's 80 plus. He's been in a nursing home. It's terrible. Uh, they've been My grandparents been married 61 years. They haven't seen each other since early March. A couple weeks ago, he had to go to the hospital. They said that he had COVID-19. Um, they gave him antibiotics and they sent him back to the nursing home. Holy shit. I don't know if, I don't know if it's his insurance is terrible or what, but, uh, they just gave him some antibiotics, sent him back and he's doing well. Very sad, but he's doing well. Did he go to to Western reserve in Cuyahoga Falls? Cause that's, (laughs) (laughs) dude, I'm telling you, man, this hospital, they, they, the first time they sent me home with nothing, uh, Sunday night. And then the second time. They're like, well, we think this is the first doctor to tell me they think I might have shingles, even though there wasn't a rash. They're like, well, we think you might have shingles, uh, so just go home and take some Tylenol. <laughs> okay, cool. What? So this is the second time I went to the hospital today, and you're just gonna send me home with no fucking solution or anything. Pump the Tylenol and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, and then I, but I mean, I went to Akron City, and they did the same thing, but they did a lot more tests on me and whatnot, and uh, they basically told me like, you are at zero risk any kind of heart problems or anything like that. So, which is very surprising. Yeah. Right. No, I'm, I mean, seriously, I, I've, I've been an overweight smoker since I was 16 years old. I'm 34, 34. I couldn't believe like how good all of my tests came out and shit. I mean, it, it, it made me wake up and I quit smoking and, and, um, eating healthy. I mean, that's <laughs> what, what if that going was the trick you? to keeping your heart healthy though? What if, what if your heart just gives out now because it's so used to you smoking <laughs> yeah. and eating shit all the yeah. time? Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, I hope not, man. Cause I'm, I'm trying, but <laughs> I, uh, downloaded Actually, yeah. it's, it's really crazy with smoking. Um, I downloaded this stop smoking app and it like tells you when you're going to see health benefits, certain health benefits and shit. And, uh, it's really crazy how long it takes your body to heal from from smoking. I mean, it's just it's insane. Like, there's one uh, where is it? Uh, reduced risk of heart disease. It says in eleven months and three weeks, your risk of heart disease will be about half that of a smoker. Damn. Yeah, and then I mean, the long the time. worst one is decreased risk of heart attack in fourteen years, eleven months. Oh my god. Your risk of heart attack would be about the same as someone who has never smoked. Like that is nuts. It takes that long, for yeah, your, for your body to like completely rid itself of of the years of smoking. And that's why I just like... stick with the patch. I just wear the patch. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah, I think just, that's yeah, what it's for. I think yeah. <laughs> I think I think they made it for people who have never smoked. Um, and if it's a real stressful day, I'll step. I'll put another one on. Screw it. Hell yeah. Is that does that app send you like push notifications like every time you would normally get like a craving for a cigarette just to remind you that like hey, you no. have a cigarette in a while. <laughs> that would be funny. You know I'd uh, <laughs> be like, oh, thanks for the heads up. Now I really want one. <laughs> no, it basically it basically like it tells you uh, like how long it's been since you smoked, and then 
it'll tell you, uh, you put in like how much your pack of cigarettes cost or whatever. And it'll tell you like how much you've saved since you quit smoking and shit. Like, it's it just a little encouraging. Or like dating or something like that. Or like how often you get laid or something. So it'll like remind you like, Hey, it's been three months since you've gotten laid and you've saved this amount of money by not going on dates, man. Like, oh, try, oh, thanks, guys. try being single and living with your time parents. to get a new set of yeah. socks. And quitting smoking on top of that. Yeah, yeah try you, being, you're taking on a yeah, lot, buddy. Being single, living with your parents who are high risk during COVID-19. And you really, like, can't <sighs> date too much during COVID. I mean, what no. do you? how do you socially distance dating? Yeah, man. You basically do what we're doing now. I mean, we're just Zooming each other. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been within six <laughs> feet of a woman. Zoom. I haven't been within six feet of a woman since March, man. It's. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get have to have carpal tunnel surgery when this is all over. <laughs> well, John, you know that's about to change because, you know, I asked <laughs> to come on the show, and per our deal, you can have my wife for 12 hours once this airs. Dude, I so would not. Just... Don't offer that. I'm, I'm not going to turn it down. <laughs> She's cute. She's a great lady. <laughs> I'm not going to turn that down. seems like a lot, though. That's, that feels like an awkward conversation three hours in. You're like, um, <laughs> can I go to, like, Denny's or something? I mean, I... <laughs> hey, I would kill for a date to Denny's right now. <laughs> just some human interaction other than with my can parents. I, can I have egg whites, please? That's all. You'd be eating egg whites for 12 hours with my wife, eating healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then, then the I, waitress is going to smell like cigarettes and you'll get that push notification. Hey, it's been three weeks since you've had a cigarette. <laughs> like, thanks, guys. Oh, man. Well, we have uh, we have an update on uh, a story we uh, covered with on our Jared Bailey episode about uh, Mayor Garcetti. Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti delivers on his threat to cut power to homes hosting those large parties. A rental up in the Hollywood Hills is the first to have its utilities cut. The home is shared by several TikTok stars. It's been the site of at least two large parties in recent weeks. The mayor wants to stop the gatherings that are in violation of health orders. <laughs> these uh, these people did not get a generator. Apparently, they <laughs> they had, they had you their guys power feel about that them. situation uh, about I, the mayor coming in and doing that. Dude, I, I honestly, I mean, what else are you gonna do? These they their numbers their numbers keep keep being alarming in 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 the la area and everything shut down so the only way people are getting this shit is from house parties i mean i don't know yeah, I, I, think might it's... Have, I might have taken the opposite approach on that one and instead hired like a really good dj and tried to draw all the tiktokers into that house just so you could like, <laughs> it off and say haha fuck you guys you can't uh... spread it now yeah, yeah, I think it was these damn TikToks too. I think yeah. it was one of the like really famous ones too that like that like uh somebody somebody posted something about him like last week and I was like who the fuck is this guy? Like he's a TikToker. I'm like wait, they have famous people yeah. for TikTok now? Like what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah, I tried TikTok when that Wayfair shit came out. I put my son in a box. I walked outside <laughs> that I, had was wife, good. I had I, I had my wife record it. I walked outside and like, hey, babe, your new cabinet from Wayfair came, and she didn't know. She just zoomed in. It was just my son like wiggling around in the in the cage, in the <laughs> not the cage, in the box. Excuse me, in the box. Um, Different day, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I put that on TikTok, and I got okay boomered and harassed off of TikTok. What? Yeah, oh I got way God. too many Ridiculous. hits, not enough likes, and a lot of comments being like, "Dude, that's not right." And I'm your like, well, I've always been so funny, though, man, and even like your your pictures in the beginning of COVID where you'd be like trying to social distance <laughs> with my family or something. You're like, my wife won't let me back in the house. Yeah. yeah touching when I, the glass or something. <laughs> yeah, I had the mustache. She did See, not like the mustache. People, yeah, like, people 
do not understand that you can joke about things that you don't believe. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go through it all the time. Yeah, like I did a, I did a, <laughs> I did a joke about Joe Biden the other night. I'm a Joe Biden supporter, and I, I said, yeah, after, after all this is over, anybody who has lived with a high risk person is going to be a Joe Biden. You know, we're going to be bear hugging people and sniffing their hair and shit. <laughs> and, and like some lady in the back, some lady in the back was like like groaned and i'm like i'm like i'm still gonna vote for him I'm not a fucking idiot you know like <laughs> something like that and it was it was just like man people can joke about people can joke about stuff they don't believe in and and maybe Chicago, she's like a hair sniffing victim you know maybe <laughs> but like in Cuyahoga <laughs> falls like you have to you can't joke about trump so why not joke about my party you know i mean kidding about every i swear to god every show is always like oh dodge the political stuff it separates the room and it's like there's no right answer it's you can only find certain rooms where you can get away with saying political jokes. Yeah, no, you can joke. The joke is hilarious. Yeah, you can joke about Democrats in Cog Falls at Funny Stop, um, and it usually goes over pretty well. But you do a joke about Trump, and it just kills the audience. I mean, it's just like <laughs> it's 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 just like they're they're a bunch of babies, and they can't take a fucking joke, and then they call everybody else snowflakes. It's that's a good point. Yeah. And, of all people to of all presidents to be able to make jokes about, I mean, Trump kind of sets himself up sometimes for some quality humor, and it's upsetting to see that you can't really get away with making the obvious jokes. Some of that's hilarious. SNL does it all the time, and it usually goes over. Yeah, well. I mean, Alec Baldwin literally just quotes him. He doesn't even. Yeah. He doesn't yes, even change. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even change what he says. So me, like, I'm not ultimately, I'm not political, and it's very immature of a 33 year old man to not be political. But one thing I find that I am good at is pandering. Um, so and I never go up first, so I can feel out a crowd, and I can yeah. say drain the swamp, and then I can also say that Donald Trump is a scumbag. You know, yeah. either way, just whatever works. Dude, I, I wish I, I wish I wasn't political, man, but I can't help it. I'm, I mean, I'm in a union. Uh, that's that's a big part so you're of ruining our country is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, my my dad, my dad was in a union. My grandparents were in unions. I mean, we're just a union family. And that's where my political side comes from. Really, but when you uh, go to a family reunion and is a family reunion union or. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, fuck you. That Did was you call it a no. <laughs> <laughs> You have to pay your dues to be in your family or. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, you have to listen to the rest of the family talk about how much they love Trump. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. No, man, that's what I don't understand either is like my, my mom's family is 100% Italian. And my Italian grandpa was like hardcore Union Democrat. He was a rubber worker and shit. And, and they're all Trump supporters. I don't I don't. I don't, I don't understand it. Like he's, that's not how you were raised. That's not how, like, Have, did you talk to him after, uh, the Goodyear incident? I'll call it Goodyear gate. Can we call it that? Everything's gate. gate this year. Yeah. Yeah. Have you talked to I, I haven't, I haven't, but, uh, his, well, my grandpa has passed away. He's all, oh, I, don't, so, I, yeah, I don't have any grandparents, uh, still alive, but well, what a dick I am. <laughs> no, it's all right. Bio it's all right. Too. I no, it's I been, it's, it. it's been a long time. I thought time. this was like spiritual or something like, Oh, have you like contacted him? Since, <laughs> yeah. you know, Did you have a seance last night? Or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like, it's, grandpa, it's been... are you here? And it just spelled out fuck Goodyear. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that explains that. <laughs> he actually worked. He actually worked for good rich, but he was in the, uh, he was in the, the, uh, rubber workers union. So, um, 
but yeah, the uh, that whole thing just shocked me, man. Like, how are you going to attack an American company for for something? And it's not even. And you listen to the workers of of uh, of Goodyear, and they and they straight up say they're like, it's not anything new. This is they've never allowed us to wear political stuff from any political party. They just use that as an example because people were wearing that the most. I mean, that's well, yeah. what gets. Go ahead, Brandon. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just going to say that, I mean, the only thing it seemed like they let people wear were like Black Lives Matters hats. And to right. me, that's not, it's not political. I don't think that's a political no. thing at all, really. There's not a so, Black Lives Matter political party. That's not, no. a, that's not a thing. Sure, uh, sure there is. It's a communist party, right? Yeah. <laughs> <communists>. <laughs> um, yeah. Like they, they're like, they're like, well, they let them wear Black Lives Matters and LGBTQ support stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because that's not politics. And that those are is, social issues. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Now, what know. gets me about that tweet, first of all, I don't know if it's real because there's so many fake Donald Trump tweets going around. I'm not, I'm not defending it, but what gets me, it's like it's such a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Like, did you do any research on this? Because they came out <laughs> right. and said it, it was just examples, but like he reads that on the internet like he's me. It's like, all right, well, fuck Goodyear. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then you know, have... like right, right off the rip, like no research, like no – not anybody on his team is helping him out. Like, wait, hold off. Just give me five minutes. Let me look into this. He's like, no, I'm doing yeah. it. Isn't there only like a handful of American-made tire companies anymore, yes. too? I don't think there's yeah. that many of them. What, yeah. that and Good Cooper year, Tire, maybe? Goodyear, Firestone. Maybe. I think that's that's about it. Uh, yeah. I think Goodrich is still around, but they're not. They're like one of the lesser yeah, one of the lesser. It's hard to tell brands. who's been bought too by other you know countries and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't. And a lot of American companies have that in America, but everything else is from a different country. Yeah, it was built in America, but everything else was Chinese. Yeah, and the Firestone Mansion's for sale in Akron. If anybody wants to check that out, it's uh, what? Yeah, it's five million dollar home right in the middle of Highland Square. Oh, my my comedy salary should yeah. cover that. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> it I'll is badass. Brother, it is badass, though, man. It's right. Uh, if you've ever been to Highland Square, it's uh, right off of Portage Path. Um, and it's just, it's a crazy-ass house, man. It's it's just nuts because it's just a regular neighborhood around it. And, oh, and man. And it's just like a mansion. So it's a hard flex. It's yeah. a hard flex on your <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, the golf course is like across the street, but it's... It's pretty much just a mansion in the middle of a regular neighborhood. Uh, Sounds like my house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot to say too that Garcetti clip was from uh, Fox Five in San Diego. I have to get better at saying that stuff. Um, we have one more news clip to get into today. We have uh, some bad stuff. Some bad stuff going on, going on over in Russia. Imagine that. Surprise! So, uh, surprise! Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Alexei Navalny. Russia's most prominent opponent of the Kremlin and an anti-corruption campaigner was taken off a plane from Siberia overnight. In a video shot inside the plane, medical assistants rushed to the back where someone, apparently Navalny, seems to be moaning in pain. In a series of tweets, his spokeswoman says Navalny suddenly and dramatically fell ill after drinking hot tea. She wrote he was apparently poisoned by an unknown toxin and was unconscious in a hospital. A photograph shows Navalny drinking before the flight. It's unclear if this was the suspected poison. Navalny kept up his criticism, in particular of a recent constitutional change that could extend Putin's 20-year rule to 2036. 
Navalny wouldn't be the first Putin critic to fall ill or die under hard-to-prove circumstances. Opposition politician Boris Nemtsov was shot on a bridge by the Kremlin. Investigative journalist Anna Politkovskaya was shot entering her building. Activist Vladimir Karamurza was poisoned twice and survived. Former KGB whistleblower Alexander Litvinenko died from a radioactive poison slipped into his tea in London. Former spy Sergei Skripal and his daughter were poisoned with a nerve agent in the UK and survived. These harsh Moscow rules may be on the rise as Russia and its allies struggle with COVID and the economic strain from low oil prices. In neighboring Belarus, when the president, in power for 26 years and backed by Putin, was accused of stealing elections nearly two weeks ago, protests broke out. The leader unleashed police to arrest thousands of demonstrators. Protester Kim Mansour told me this morning he was beaten and put in stress positions for five days. Making selfie, uh, one of the guys was sitting on my back and making a selfie after he... So they were having fun with it? Yes, fun. A doctor confirmed Navalny is in serious condition, stable in a coma, he said. He wouldn't confirm poisoning. That dude that was tortured, I, I, it's hard not to laugh at that when he's talking about... <laughs> imagine like, imagine the Instagram him. that's showing yeah. up on. Torturing him, taking selfies with him. Like, Everyone's I just, commenting and liking it. Uh, I want to argue that um, my one argument on this is, was that a sound of pain? Because my wife would say, that's a sound of joy, passing out, coma, that's me after I'm done. So, <laughs> that was Chewbacca yeah. for a minute. It sounded like one of those, yeah, it sounded like one of those old, like, English uh, police horns, like, going. <laughs> I'm just saying... I'm just saying, we don't know that it wasn't Arnold Palmer getting mad that he was drinking another brand of tea. <laughs> to prove a point. Uh, man, like, that is one thing that Trump, that that is one thing good I can say about Trump, is that at least he's not Putin. That's that's the one yeah. thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I, mean, I mean, dude, could you imagine waking up one day and, and turning on the news and like Don Lemon was thrown from a twenty-story window. <laughs> like, like oh, wait, shit. what? What? <laughs> like, I mean, he did. He did kind of order federal agents to assault peaceful protesters. I mean, that, yeah, that happened. Yeah, but he didn't poison anybody. Right. So, and and to be fair, he does have twenty-two more years before he's in Putin's position, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a long time to get there. So. Yeah, and if that if that ever happens, I will be living in Montreal for twenty-two years. That's He'll track you down. You're not safe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, At least he won't find you on Facebook. You'll still be banned. Yeah. And you're old enough that Justin Trudeau won't mess with you, so you're safe there. True. True. No, it's it's uh, it's pretty crazy, though, like how long of a list that is of the people who have been poisoned or shot or, or like there's even more. There's more than that because I've heard stories of people being thrown from hotel windows and shit in Russia after they no, criticized you, Putin. You, you would think that they're close associates with Hillary Clinton, right? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. No. That's no, what all I'm the not. emails were. It was all the contacts of people that were poisoned by Putin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you ever, did you guys ever hear about when uh, Hillary Clinton met Vladimir Putin? And how big of a dick he he was because she was a woman, basically oh, yeah. when, when he when she was Secretary of State. So like uh, he was talking about 
I think he was talking about going tiger hunting or something. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. and he was like, he was, he was like, yeah, maybe, maybe your husband would like to go sometime and shit like shit like that. He's like, like no, he's he's busy cougar hunting. It's it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, and and she's like, it's not like I wanted to go tiger hunting, but like, just to assume that my husband would rather do that than me, you know, is kind of <laughs> kind of shitty. But I yeah, mean, they Carol also Baskin kill. Yeah, they also kill openly gay people over there, so. I mean, you really can't expect I, much. I don't agree with that either. <laughs> it's a strong stance. That's, that's a strong stance. Gay, that's a strong stance there, Josh. Yeah. Josh Sprague does not agree with killing openly gay people. That's, Put that's my stamp headline. on it. <laughs> it's pretty liberal. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all those people from Fairport Harbor are going to listen to this and be like, that liberal then, fucking uh, shill. Yeah, they're going to be pissed. How many people are going to be like, yeah, I thought Josh Bragg was a different person, but now that I know he's fine with open homosexuality, we can't listen to him anymore. Uh, man. I, and, and he doesn't like tiger hunting. What a dick. Yeah. Here, Here's the thing, too, is what Brandon said earlier about him, uh, about him uh, attacking peaceful protesters in the street with federal troops. Um, that was in an election year. So, you know, I mean, like... Right. like Maybe he does start poisoning people after he doesn't have anybody to answer to at some point. Like, we're just I mean, sitting here one day terrifying. and it comes across like Rachel Maddow suddenly passed out walking <laughs> through the airport. <laughs> I mean, it, it wouldn't shock if it was, uh, if it was up to Trump, I think, and he could get away with it legally. I really think, uh, really think he would poison Don Lemon and Rachel Maddow like today. Like you. All you'd have to say is, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, did, I had no idea. I didn't know, any, I didn't know I anything know about it. I don't know anybody who did it. And then there's a video of Donald Trump Jr. like pouring poison in the <laughs> <laughs> Just dropping it in there. <laughs> <laughs> or Eric Trump just like sitting there dropping poison while he's, while he's like playing with a fidget spinner in the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> Those, I'll give it to SNL, the, the best celebrity impersonations they ever did i think were uh mikey day and alex moffat playing donald trump jr and eric trump they were hilarious like they did they did one like actual sketch but most of the time it was just them coming on weekend update and it was just like they they make they make donald trump like the one that like runs everything but he still screws up and then eric trump is just like eric trump is just like this just the biggest idiot in the world. Like he like can't figure out how to make the fidget spinner spin. <laughs> so Donald Trump Jr. spins it for him. And then he's just sitting there staring at it in amazement. Like uh, it was so good. Oh I man. I feel like an idiot just because I didn't come up with something like the fidget spinner. I'm pretty sure everybody's in that boat where like it's a it's like a bearing with a with some plastic on it. What the fuck? Why are we not all rich? Yeah. Like, this is what people buy. Dude, and you know what? I actually had one for a while, and and I didn't use it in public. Um, <laughs> but so you're I did. Not an openly fidget spinner. Yeah, but you I did. Stand drawer. I yeah. did sit at home sometimes uh, when I got too high, and uh, I would <laughs> I would play with it, and it would calm me down a little bit. Was... I was just pissed off that it's acceptable to use those in public, but you can't like Beyblade battle somebody with those little battle tops <laughs> anymore. Yeah, <laughs> that's. It's damn near the same thing. That's not or a butterfly better. knife. Just get your yeah. butterfly knife out. That one's a little more sketchy because I don't trust myself to whip those around like that. 
They're like, here's a knife. Play with it. Yeah, what? or Why? or people or people look at you weird if you break out one of those finger skateboards. Start. Oh yeah, the tech dance. I remember those. <laughs> the tech dance. I remember those from back in the day. Oh, oh my god! I thought those I things am. were so dumb. I thought I couldn't even do one of those. Oh. I couldn't do I couldn't do a kickflip with one of those and land it. I actually oh. I skimmed. <laughs> I scuffed my knuckle once doing that. I'm like, I got to give up. Man, you guys are too young to remember this, I think. But we used to have this thing called Pogs. Oh, dude. Well, I'm 33. I'm, I'm, right, I'm right with you. I'll oh, I thought that. you were younger than that. You're 33. No, okay. I just look you younger. Do you remember Pogs? What are of they course. called? How do you spell it? Because Pog is a P-O, certain type it's of... It's like P-O-G-S, I think, is how uh-huh. you spell oh, it. Oh, okay. I was thinking like the Pornhub kind. I was like, that's a lot <laughs> different. <laughs> than... What's the Pornhub Pog? I'm about to search oh, it right I... now. Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you take the lead on that Dude, one. Dude, I <laughs> don't even remember how they worked, but it was something. It was oh. it was something where you had these like little round discs on like and you, cardboard. Yeah, and you like spread them out on the ground, and uh, you tried to like pop them up to get them to flip over or something. I got you. So what you did, if my memory works, is you stack them. Then you had a slammer that was made. It was like a heavier one. You yeah, slammed them, and then. Like, if it landed on a certain side, like, you got to keep that pog, and you play against people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you collect the slammers, and... Yeah, and everybody, every everybody, like, you were... You, the the cooler slammer you you had, the cooler you were, and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so I was never very we had, cool. <laughs> we had a lot of stuff like that in the 90s. It was, like, kids were so shallow, like... The per- the kids bullshit, man. Like the it's, kids it's that had the up. most the kids that had the most jinkos were like the coolest. Like <laughs> yeah. it was like I and mean the older generation was like when I was young we played with jacks. You guys are getting soft with these round edges. Yeah, I got the same thing with the the tech decks. Everyone was like our toys were way cooler, and you guys are describing them. I'm like okay, things haven't changed at all. It's the same <laughs> no. shit. No, um, yeah. man. I remember we had these. Uh, do you remember moon shoes, Josh? Oh yeah, was, I remember they those. Were ridiculous, but <laughs> yeah, they were so dangerous, and and, yeah. <laughs> and they were advertised on Nickelodeon like they were, they were the I'd most like dangerous the, things. Well, we what we look did at the fatality up, rate on those. Yeah, what we did uh, <laughs> yeah. growing up is we would wear our moon shoes while we sock and bopped each other. So oh my it was God. a dangerous household. Sock and bop them. Yeah, CTE uh, was rampant then, wasn't it? <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's get into our uh, last portion of the show here, uh, Josh. Who's your comedian that you picked as your uh, person that influenced your comedy? I picked Nate Bergazzi. Um, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Yeah, I'm that's right. The Tennessee okay. kid. Yeah. Yeah, the Tennessee kid. Um, <laughs> I mean, obviously he didn't, he's not newer to the scene, but his first album came out, what, 2016. And I'm newer to comedy myself. The first time I did it was in 2018. Yeah. But he, he gets me. Like he talks about how he's not like well-educated, um, he's, he's married and he has problems with his wife, but they still love each other, you know? Right. Um, and the, the clip that you're about to show just, it, it explains me pretty well as you, it, you can see throughout this, this podcast, like he knows enough about things just to talk about it, but have no backing or no knowledge behind the words that he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love Nate Bargatze myself. Uh, I love his, uh, his last Netflix special he did. He has this joke about a dead horse that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> if, if anybody wants to check that out, it is. It Horses is do great. sleep laying down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. I love that joke. 
Uh, but yeah, here's this uh, Nate Bergazzi clip, and he looks really young here. I think this is from Just for Laughs. I think this might be his new faces showcase. I'm not. I'm not real sure. I'm from uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and huh? Couple. All right. Uh, some people. And we were. Uh, I'm married, and we were. Uh, me and my wife were in Nashville last summer, and we went out on the lake with some of our friends, and we were floating around in the water, and there was a guy in a boat like right next to us. And my wife was like, oh, that's my ex-boyfriend in that boat. I didn't know who he was. She didn't have to say anything at all. Uh, <laughs> she was just basically like, are you having fun? Because I would like to put a stop to that and <laughs> make you stare at this guy the rest of the day. So I'm staring at him and then I look at her and she's staring at him. And I feel like she's staring at him to see what her life would be like if she didn't marry me. So I started staring at him because I was like, I'm going to see what my life would be like if I didn't marry her, you know? <laughs> we were both putting so much pressure on this guy. And we have a, uh, we have a daughter, we have a three-year-old daughter, and uh, we took her to Disney World. And I made the mistake of like telling my friends, they were just like, I don't know why you're taking her, you know? just wasting money, she's not gonna remember it. And it's like, she's, it's exciting. Like she likes, she believes in Minnie Mouse. Like she, it's fun to see her get excited. Like she, what should I do? Should I just lock her in a closet? And be like, do you remember yesterday? No, well, until you start remembering things, I'm not gonna waste any of my money on you, you know? I love coming here to Montreal, I've been here a few times. Uh, last time I was here, had a bit of a, it was a, a bit of a too much of a good time, is that? how you should say it. Uh, I was uh, staying here at the hotel, uh, got uh, super drunk, and locked myself out of my hotel room completely naked. And I remember getting all the way out, and then I hear the door shut, which is the most sobering noise I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. So I'm standing there, I'm like, what are you gonna do? And uh, I was like on the seventh floor, and I was like, oh, there's a window. I'll just jump out of that, you know? That's easier than talking to my wife about this. And but then I looked to the left and there was a cleaning lady and she's just staring at me. And I'm just like, what are you doing here? And uh, you know why she's there? Cause it's like 11 AM. That's why she's there. That's how far in the day it was. And I looked at her just like, you know, what are you gonna do? Like this happens to the best of us, right? And she was like, doesn't, it's never happened before. Uh, <laughs> and I don't even have, like the birth, I don't have like a body either that's like, you're welcome. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> like I did her a favor, I was like, come on, it's your lucky day, all right? Take it in. Uh, I do nothing to try to lose weight. I'm just kind of riding it out, seeing what, here's where we're at right now. What I've started doing though, is I tell people I used to weigh 300 pounds because, yeah, I'm a pretty dumb guy. Just, uh, I don't think it's pretty obvious. And uh, I think uh, I've thought about like time travel. Like if I went back in time, knowing everything I know now, I don't think I would make a difference. <laughs> I don't think you would even hear about it. If I went back to the 20s and I like saw some guy on like an old phone, I'd be like, hey, eventually they have phones you just carry in your pocket. 
And he'd be like, yeah, how do they do it? It's like, you know, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing it. It's like a satellite or something. And they'd be like, what's a satellite? Well, I shouldn't have even brought that up then. Uh, uh, it's like a round metal dish or something that gets got to go pretty high in the air. I honestly don't think I could prove I'm from the future. <laughs> I mean, they would want some proof, you know? Who's the next president? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much. My favorite part of that is the uh, is the little girl in the closet thing because I've said that to so many people, like, "Well, why are you doing that? She's not going to remember or whatever." <laughs> <You know? laughs> and it's so true. Like, well, well the, were we not supposed to do anything? You know. <laughs> well, that's why you just like... keep your kids in a box. <laughs> yeah, keep kids in a box like Josh Sprague. Like Wafer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how down to earth and like relatable he is. You know what I mean? Like it's. When he tells jokes, I believe every bit of it. I believe these are just yes. his thoughts that he has. This is just shit that happens. Yeah, you know he's not exaggerating or embellishing anything. Or yeah, right. and I um I watched him on a podcast, um, and he was talking about like how he has become better, and he just talks about just being more real and stop trying to write and just. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, that's what you do. You just see what's going on around you. But and like his stories are less fabricated than a lot of people he just really does it and and sees stuff that goes on and that's, that's i would like to say it helped me but it hasn't helped me yet yeah that's what that's i try really to do man to do that's that's what i try to do i think most of my most of my jokes are true stories that i embellish on a <laughs> little bit um because i think it's the easiest way to write i mean it's shit that but the but there are some concepts that i have that i work on that I, like like his time travel thing or whatever like that's obviously not a real, the true story, but that's a great concept, man. You don't it's, know that, John yeah. Brown. You yeah, don't know but, that. <laughs> maybe but, he time traveled from the future back to twenty. What, when, when did that come out? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, maybe he time traveled back to twenty sixteen from like super far in the future. Yeah, yeah. And whenever, whenever I heard that, that was one bit that whenever I heard it, I was like, God damn it! I wish I thought of that because that is something I think I could think of whenever I was high. It's just like, man, I, I couldn't have, prove I have thoughts like that all the time about the phone where I'm sitting here bitching at my phone like, ah, it's so slow. This thing's a piece of shit. And then I stop and think about it like, well, could I build a better one? I mean, I'd probably have to start with like a telegraph and like work my way up from <laughs> yeah. there, move on to like a Nokia style. And yeah, I was like, nah, I, I probably couldn't do that. I mean, anything, no. man, any, any, there is nothing. There is nothing that I use in my day to day life that I could tell you how it works. There's, <laughs> there's God, nothing. God. It I, took I mean, me 20 minutes to get my headphones to sync with Zoom. Right. Okay, I was about to ask you guys to drive out here to help me and then drive back. Well, even Zoom. Like, I don't know how Zoom works. It just does, you know? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I just click the button. And even, happens. like, if I, like, got to go take a leak, I'm like, okay, so, like, there's, like, there's a there's a foreskin, there's fallopian tube. That, that's about as far as I go. I get, like, a few inches back, and I'm like, okay. If something's I, up in that area, I know. But other than that, I don't if know. I went the rest back, is magic. If I went back far enough where they didn't have toilets, I might be able to explain how the toilet worked. Well, but. I just recently realized that the water is what makes it flush. If you add water to a toilet, it flushes. I thought Are it you was serious? Like, I swear. My wife came in. We have this air conditioner that fills up a bucket of water. I dumped it in the toilet and it flushed. I'm like, who pulled the lever? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not uh, even kidding. That's uh, unique. That's uh, and now I'm afraid I'm going to pee so much that it's going to flush the toilet. I think that's an achievement. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> that's not. That's not a thing. I don't think that. I don't think that happened. No, there's. Uh, that is like a method of uh, if you're not going to if your toilet's not going to overflow but it's clogged, uh, you can pour a bucket of water into it and make it flush. Sounds very, very specific, like it's from experience. It is. It, it definitely <laughs> is. Um, I had, when I lived in Highland Square, my toilet clogged all the time. Dude, I had this badass apartment in Highland Square. Uh, it was all hardwood floors and like and like wood trim everywhere and stuff. It was awesome. It was over a 1,000 square feet, and I only paid 600 bucks a month for it. Um, but the bathroom situation was so bad. Like, so... So first of all, I had a ceiling tile, a piece of the ceiling that fell off and I uh, called my landlord and she sent a guy over and he took the piece that fell off onto the floor and just glued it back on to the ceiling. <laughs> I, I, and that was, that was fixed. Uh, and the, no, I mean, it stayed up there, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and it did stay up there, but it, it just looked like shit and the toilet always clogged. And then the girl upstairs who her bathroom was directly above mine, um, her toilet wouldn't stop running. So, so like anytime she clogged her toilet, it would then continuously run over oh, and gross. start dripping down into my bathroom oh my god yeah and she did it all the time i mean it's gotta be like a humanitarian crisis uh, I mean, it's got its water but john's got a, a shitty apartment it was so bad man i had mice god in that damn. apartment it was, it was it started to go fund me john that's yeah. the same one where you got your car stolen from right yes yes i uh yes. i walked out to get breakfast one morning and my car wasn't there um oh my god and i needed i was i was kind of i was still high from the night before and i was kind of like pissed off and and tired did not want to deal with the cops right away so i i saw my car was stolen and i walked to the coffee shop to go get a cup of coffee (laughs) (laughs) and walked back and then i called the cops yeah you gotta have your priorities man oh man uh, I think that that's about it. Uh, Josh, you want to give out your socials so people can follow you? Josh is a very, very funny guy to follow on social media. Thank you very much. Yeah, my Facebook is just my name, Josh Sprague, S-P-R-A-G-U-E. Uh, Instagram is Rigo's Brickhouse Pizza. Follow me there. Oh, yeah. go. That place is awesome, by the way. Go eat there if oh, you're yeah. ever in Fairport Harbor. It is it awesome. Is. Man, I live so far away from it. I, the, the pictures on, on their social media of their food are just unbelievable. It is good. If you're ever in uh, Fairport, uh, which is a big tourist town, so I, I imagine you will be there soon. Yeah, stop by Rico's Brickhouse <laughs> Pizza. You can follow me on my Instagram there, though, too. Uh, I believe I had a uh, I had a, like a small pizza, and uh, do you guys have like a lobster mac and cheese or something? Uh, yeah, but my buddy owns it, and he he does he does a lot of specials, seafood specials. Yeah, it's not on the was, menu, but he does a good job of uh, rotating some really good stuff there. Pizza's great. Yeah, um, I was impressed. I recommend I get their buffalo the, mac and cheese. Yeah, buffalo mac. Yeah. I get their chicken bacon ranch sandwich all the time. It's, it's a heart attack waiting to happen, and, and it's worth every bite. Yeah, and uh, come see Josh at uh, Garage Bar in Willoughby this, this week. Yes, sir. Tuesday. Hey, I do, I do really appreciate you guys having me on, and it was a pleasure working with you yeah i'm uh john brown comedy on twitter and instagram brandon 
um, Brandon Petrie comedy on uh, or uh, comedian Brandon Petrie on Facebook. I'm sorry. Uh, Twitter petrified two o five. That's who I am. Instagram. I believe I'm just Brandon Petrie comedy. Um, yeah, come see us on Tuesday at Garage Bar in Willoughby, or come to Grindstone Tap House on Friday the twenty eighth. We're doing another kick-ass show. And if you're uh, if you're in the Cuyahoga Falls area, uh, Friday and Saturday night, the uh, 28th and 29th, I'll be hosting at Funny Stop for uh, Mark Riccadonna. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. I don't want to talk to you. I don't even want to see you until I get my laptop back.